John Arjobit from San Gervasi. This is the Rorschach, Georgia update from the 18th of August, 2022. Quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. Remember the former president, Misha Saakashvili? Well, he's still in jail. According to Mariam Jinjkariani, the head of the Empathy Center, if Misha doesn't receive adequate treatment, he may become disabled soon or die. Jinjkariani told Tkvari TV on Saturday the 13th that Saakashvili has not been allowed to take supplements, that he needs medical treatment at an adequate facility. However, Minister of Justice Rati Brevadze claims Misha is receiving adequate medical assistance, just like any other prisoner who needs it, a somewhat equivocal statement. Moreover, the penitentiary service does not have a say in Misha's transfer to a clinic abroad. It's the court that decides whether or not Misha gets transferred. If the court favors Saakashvili's transfer, he should either be released or have his sentence postponed. Speaking of justice, the Association Implementation Report on Georgia 2021 was published on Monday the 15th. The report touched on some politically sensitive court cases. document highlighted certain cases, such as Nkfari Arki founder Nikigvaramia's case, Saakashvili's case, among others. They keep having an impact on the political landscape. The document also pointed out that the public defender of Georgia came under pressure for being vocal on certain politically sensitive topics. To read the full report, link in the show notes. On that note about reports, the survey Knowledge of and Attitudes Towards the EU in Georgia 2021 conducted by the Caucasus Research and Resource Center was published recently. The center asked Georgians their opinion on EU institutions, values, and their expectations regarding the country's EU membership. The majority of respondents of the survey said the most important thing was active civic engagement in decision-making. In other news, four MPs and supporters of Bidzina Ivanishvili have accused the U.S. of attempting to orchestrate a coup against the Georgian government. On Thursday the 11th, in a joint statement, Sosar Subari, Mikhail Kavilashvili, Dmitry Kundadze, and Guram Machadashvili said the U.S. Embassy in Georgia was behind almost every political controversy in the country since at least 2018, and that the embassy wanted to throw out the government. Statement was followed up on the U.S. Embassy's recommendations on judicial reforms in Georgia, a document presented to Parliament on Tuesday the 9th. The document was not available to the general public, so the MPs only shared their interpretation of the text. They hinted that the U.S. was somehow behind Georgi Gakhadia's tenure as interior minister and appointment as prime minister, they claimed that even though he was a member of the Georgia Dream, or Oksneba, he was actually a spy and acted in the best interest and according to the instructions of the U.S. Embassy in order to create problems for the ruling party. The MPs also said that for several months, President Zudabashvili had been acting against the ruling party, making pro-Western, pro-EU statements and accusing the government of inaction because of the promotions her children got at work and because the U.S. probably promised her future support in her political career. Currently, Zudabashvili's daughter is a White House correspondent for France 24, while her son is a diplomat. Want to read the MP's full statement? Link in the show notes. On Tuesday the 16th, Formula TV shared an, quote, exclusively obtained, end quote, document, embassy's recommendations on judicial reforms in Georgia that we just mentioned. The text agreed with and included many recommendations given by the Venice Commission, Organization of Security and Cooperation in Europe, OSCE, and other international organizations. No giant surprises in it. On Wednesday, the 17th, U.S. Ambassador Kelly Degden responded to the MB, uh, members of Parliament accusations in an interview with Interpress News. 
Degnan said they were, quote, a reckless conspiracy theories that have no basis, end quote. She also added that the U.S. Embassy has been working with Georgia from all the political spectrum for over 30 years and will continue to do so, according to Degnan. For all these years, the embassy has been cooperating with very different sectors and receiving feedback. The U.S. knows well how to support Georgia, develop its democratic institutions, economy, and ensure that it is more secure and stable as a democracy. Although the government's speaking point said that she said that it knows best or better how to do that, although she didn't say that. Moving on, the civil sector is starting the process for selecting candidates for the public defender's post. Non-governmental organizations decided to jointly procedure to nominate candidates for the ombudsman position, the criteria that candidates must meet in order to ensure inclusiveness. Human rights defenders, human rights groups, and human rights organizations can participate in the selection process until the 30th of August. According to the civil sector, rules to choose the ombudsman candidate will be written in detail. Ten entities from the civil sector will be able to nominate one candidate for the ombudsman position. Forty-five NGOs signed the initiative. The selected candidates will be presented to political parties after that. Some energy news. According to Dato Narmania, chairman of the National Energy and Water Supply Regulatory Commission of Georgia, the country does not have an energy dependence problem with Russia. He held a press briefing on Thursday the 11th to tackle what he called this, quote, subject of manipulation, end quote. He said that if Georgia runs out of resources, it can always import electricity from both Azerbaijan and Turkey. Besides, more than 90% of natural gas is imported from Azerbaijan, and only a very small amount is imported from Russia. Anyway, Tuesday the 16th, President Zurabashvili also highlighted the importance of Georgia's energy independence during her visit to San Megrelo region and the Nguri Dam, the hydropower plant. Speaking of Russians, while some of the neighboring countries like Estonia decided to ban Russian tourists from entering the country and encourage the EU to do so in its entirety, Georgia still remains visa-free for Russian visitors. Tuesday the 9th, Estonian Prime Minister Kai Kalas tweeted that it was time for European countries to refuse Russian citizen visas. She said that visiting Europe is a privilege, not a human right. Finland is saying the same thing. Other countries are beginning to as well. According to the National Statistics Office, in the second quarter of 2022, more than 765,000 international non-resident travelers entered Georgia. Largest group, almost 150,000, were Russian, which amounted to 20%. Of the total visitors, Turkey holds second place with 15%. Armenia is in third place with around 12 On that note about tourists, one of the six foreign tourists that was stuck for two days due to weather conditions on the Tetnuldi Peak in Svaneti region, northwest of Georgia, died on Saturday the 13th. Body was taken to Mestia in Svaneti. Rescue operation lasted several hours. As for the rest of the tourists, two of them were injured, but the other three were okay. Two injured tourists were taken to Mestia by helicopter where they received first aid. Some more pleasant news. The 15th annual Black Sea Jazz Festival lit up Batumi from Friday the 12th to Sunday the 14th of August. Next movement, Al McKay All-Stars, Candy Duffler, Boris Band Combination, BSU Techno Band Offside, and DJ Machaidze brought back musical adventures to the Black Sea after a long, boring COVID-19 pause. We've already mentioned in our previous shows, Batumi's crowded with tourists. However, small towns like Fariati, Gonio, and Chekhvatili have nicer beaches and a lot less noise. And you can get to Batumi in a 30-hour car ride or Marshutka to get to the concerts and shows that will take place in Batumi until late October. 
That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Before we leave, we wanted to ask you something. What are you paying for gasoline, diesel, and utilities this week? Do you think the price is cheap, fair, expensive? Let us know at georgia at rorschach.com or Instagram at rorschach underscore G or Twitter, rorschach georgia. Nachbandis.